Greetings, welcome to today's podcast. I'm so happy you can join me. There's a blessing in the Old Testament in Numbers that says something in this nature. May the Lord bless you and keep you, make his face to shine upon you, be gracious unto you, lift up his counts and give you peace. May he smile on you on all your endeavors because you are seeking to replenish your blessings. We are seeking to keep our blessings by replenishing them. We keep our blessings by thanking God for what he's done so far, what he's, how he's carrying us today, and what he's going to do tomorrow. Thank you, God, for, for bringing us one more day today filled with your presence. We ask your presence, Lord. The Bible says that he is there where two or three are gathered together in his name. He's there. So let's go ahead and gather together in his name. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we gather together for the purpose of good to be established in our lives, for the, for the blessings to continue to come. Lord, we just thank you for your presence. We ask you more of you, Lord. There is more. There's more for today, more inspiration, more power, more genuine Laughter, more genuine goodness to be established this day in our lives, Lord, as we learn and go forward. Thank you, Father. Let's see what the Father has in store for us today. Amen. Today's first reading is... What is the first reading? Okay, I got it right here. It's right out of... um, Today, the 29th of April... The first reading is When you want to be something, it means you really love it. When you want to be something, it means you really want it. What do I want to be? I want to to be a traveler. I want to go up to the rivers and to the mountains and and be an adventurer in the outdoors. I was writing my little goals. I want to go up through uh, up Northern California, up through the Russian River and taste some whitewater rafting down the, the Russian River or the Leaf River or some of the river, the Sacramento. I've done the Sacramento River so far and I've fished in the Sacramento River for salmon. Um, I want to go up further. I've been up further. I've been up to Quincy, California, up into the high country there, the beautiful area, up to Eureka, Fortuna, the three-mile red oak Sequoias, they're huge trees. I don't know how many are left since a fire went through there. But it's in all the way through there, that area. Thank you so much for coming in today. Lord, we pray in, in Jesus' name, Lord God, that you will strengthen us, Lord God, to develop us, Lord, for your, to enjoy your country, to enjoy your creation, to enjoy your ocean, your views, your mountains, and your creation, Lord. I just ask for that special blessing to be upon us as we're listening here and waiting on you, Lord. Speak to us, Lord, as we hear you through, the, through your word, And we claim your word, Lord. We are claiming 
Matthew 19, 26. With you, Lord, all things are possible. With God, all things are possible. And right now, we are waiting for the Holy Spirit to come. I know Catherine Coleman used to say, I and myself have nothing. The Holy Spirit does everything. So let's wait for the Holy Spirit. The direction that the Holy Spirit, the inspiration He gives us. Normally, I would do for today, the April the 29th, is do the faith to faith daily devotion. So it says, don't let the devil put one over on you, okay, by Gloria Copeland. Incidentally, I got a text this morning, and one of the guys has not been coming to the meetings, has not been replenishing his spiritual uh, bank account. But cashing it in, you know what ca- that is, is you start, uh, uh, it's too hard to go to meetings, it's too hard to pursue God, it's too hard to replenish, and you're you're going to sit and cash in all the blessings you have so far. What are the blessings? Your health, your car, the, the, the place you live in. I did that once before. Uh, I was in service at three service commitments in in Sacramento area. And I thought I had too many. I was running here and there, running. But you know, the effects was I was in love. I felt the love of God. I felt his protection. I I felt the joy all around me. I felt and saw his care that nothing can hurt me. I can't even fall off the truck without him being there and having somebody uh, hold me. That's exactly what happened unexpectedly somebody was there real early in the morning when I got my leg caught in a chain when unloading dog food his presence was so strong I remember as I was falling back I said oh well God's got me there was there was no fear absolutely and that was the direct result of me trying to help others in this program and it says hey finding meetings running meetings being part of society and holding the tent up and and having people, hey, come on in out of the rain, it's fine. And getting them strong so they can hold the tent up. And then I started cashing everything in. I said, well, I'm too busy. I'm going to cut I cut all the meetings off. And then the, uh, the doubt, the accusations, the fear, uh, the... The hustle and buffle for my own self. I didn't feel the presence of God a few months later. I fell off the truck again. I was trying to climb on the dock instead of going around. Don't you know? I want to make my deliveries fast in San Leandro, California. And I (laughs) slipped and fell. And I hurt my leg. Lost the job. I learned a lesson. Stay in service. Stay in the pursuit. Stay in the hunt. The Lord will show up, taste your product, and see, and bless you, and promote you into wonderful places. Keep doing the hard stuff. Let's keep hitting our knees. Let's keep seeking God. Let's keep rejoicing. Let's keep spontaneous praise and worship. And giving him thanksgiving. He comes in to help us. We, With our actions, we change the world for good. With our actions, the Lord said to Gideon, Go in the faith that you have. Go in the strength that you have. Let us go and get on our knees 
in the in the strength that we have and praise and worship the Lord God in the heavens. Gloria Copeland, Faith to Faith today. Amen. It says, don't let the devil pull one over you. When the devil speaks a lie, he speaks of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. John 8, 44. In other words, be wise enough to see the devil trying to attack you with an accusation, assumption, or any kind of uh, lure you away from the things of God by getting you into the flesh, into anger. Just see what the devil is, and instead of talking uh, bad words, think, have enough wisdom to speak good words. Speak words of calm, words of, of picturesque speech, speak words of blessing, and the devil don't know what to do. He'll run with it, and you'll save the person that the devil's attacking. The devil works through people, and he's trying to get to us by giving us bad information or they're under the devil's influence and they're using, they're trying to get to our peace. So right away, we got to bring in their reinforces and how try to save that person with picturesque speech. Instead of a bad text or bad words, you speak clarified, good, blessing words, words that replenish, okay? You speak words of faith, peace, joy. Uh, you speak words of adventure. And it does work, folks. It's an opportunity to move forward and to run over those devils, steam over those devils. <laughs> I used to have a friend in the uh, Los Angeles area. He used to have a, a lot of you remember that. He used to put out his podcast, his radio station. He goes, this is so-and-so, and we're going to steam over the devil this morning. We're going to run over the devil. And that was him. And I called him on the phone and talked to him. He was an excited young man full of the Holy Ghost, proclaiming the Word of God, doing the best he could. And, and that was in the 80s. I used to talk to him on the phone and, and, and get his materials. Now you're listening to me, and then one day you're going to be saying, yep, I'm going to be steam over the devil. We're going to run over him. Amen. Because we got the right power. We're using the right power, the power of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the power of the Holy Spirit, the creator of the earth, the creator of all things. Amen. Scripture for today is John 8, 44. When the devil speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. Some people find it difficult to believe God's promises because they've seen so many things in the natural world that seem to contradict them. They've seen faithful tithers go broke. They've seen sick Christians fail to receive their healing. In reality, it would be more accurate to say that they think they've seen those things because, you see, there's a deceiver at work in the world, a deceiver who busily doing the same thing he's been doing ever since the Garden of Eden. Tricking mankind into believing God's word isn't true. And after working on it for thousands of years, he's master, He's a master of it. Think about the next time he tries to make things look as though God's word is not going to work for you. When he makes it look like all hope is lost, say, I don't care about appearances. I believe the word of God and I refuse to doubt. Amen. 
Let me show you what I mean. Have you ever seen a magic show where someone crawls inside a box and then is sawn in, in half? You can see it with your own eyes. The guy's feet are sticking out one end and the box of his head is poking out the other and the box is plainly cut in two. Then the magician slides the two halves together and the saw person comes back and jumps out of the box in one piece. Now tell me, that you really believe, even for a moment, that fellow was truly cut in half? Of course not. You knew that you'd seen a trick, a deception, something that appeared one way then. In reality, it was a different way altogether. You may not have known how it was done. You may not have been able to explain it, but you knew a person couldn't be sawn in half, then put back together, so you refused to believe your eyes. That's exactly the way you need to be where the Word of God is concerned. You need to learn to trust it and rely on it so it's so such as an extent that Satan sh shows you something in the natural world that appears to contradict it. You just say, well, I saw that, but I'm not going to be gullible enough to believe it. I'm just going to stick with the Word. <laughs> If you do that, The father of lies will never be able to put one over you. Amen. Scripture reading is Psalm 119.89-104. And before we go there, isn't that like God to confirm his word? Folks, I did not read this ahead of time. We asked for the presence of God to be here. And he came. And we say, oh, that's just a coincidence. You were going to read about the devil and the way he tricks people. No, folks, that's the way God communicates to us. We, we are on the verge of being instructed by the Father God. That's, what, that's how he instructs us, through signs and wonders and revelations and directions. So here we are. We are very fortunate that we are being instructed in this format. Amen. And now, Psalm 119. We're very fortunate, folks. Okay, you start at Psalm 89. It says, oh, I got it in Spanish. What a beauty to speak two languages and read the word in, in two ways. Huh? It doesn't click one way. You read it the other way till it clicks. Ha, ha, ha. Or you speak in tongues in Spanish or English. How about that? Never thought about that. Okay, faith in the Word of God. Psalm 119, verse 89. Standing firm in the heavens and fastened to eternity is the Word of God. Psalm 89. 119, verse 89. Standing firm in the heavens and fastened to eternity is the Word of God. Can we say that together? Standing firm in the heavens and fastened to eternity is the word of God. Your faithfulness flows from one generation to the next. All that you created sits firmly in place to testify of you. By your decree, everything stands at attention. For all that you have made serves you. Because your words are my deepest delight, I don't give up when all else was lost. I can never forget the profound revelations you taught me, for they have kept me alive more than once. 
Lord, I am all yours, and you are my Savior. I have sought to live my life pleasing you. Even though evil men wait in ambush to kill me, I will set my heart before you to understand more of your ways. I've learned that there's nothing perfect in this imperfect world except your words, for they bring such fantastic freedom into my life. Oh, how I love and treasure your law. Throughout the day, I am filled. I fill my heart with this delight. By considering your commands, I have an edge over my enemies, for I take seriously everything you say. You have given me more understanding than those who teach me, I, and for I observe your eye-opening revelation. You have graced me with more insight than the old sages. Because I have not failed to walk in the light of your ways, I refused to bend my morals when temptation was before me so that I could become obedient to your word. I refused to turn away from difficult truths for you yourself have taught me to love your words. How sweet are your living promises to me. Sweeter than honey is your revelation light. For your truth is the source of my understanding, not the falsehood of those who don't know you, which I despise. Truth's shining light guides me in my choices and decisions. The revelations of your word makes my pathway clear. Amen. That was Psalms 119-105. Truth shining light guides me in choices and decisions and revelations of your word makes my pathway clear that scripture is your word is a light unto my path and you know that one it's in the King James version which is beautiful in our sight and that is thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path amen May the Lord bless you again and sanctify you and his righteousness and his glory and guidance be all over you by the blood of Jesus Christ. Give him heaven, family, and thank you. Thank you for coming to today's podcast. I love you. God bless you. Welcome to today's Biblical Teaching with Kenneth Copeland. Obedience, No Small Thing is the title, April 27th. Let's go ahead, open with the Lord's Prayer, please. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. In Jesus' name, amen. In Luke's, in the book of Luke, we find around chapter 46, Jesus talking about him being the rock. Starting on verse 46, But why do you call me Lord, Lord, and not do the things which I say? Whoever comes to me and hears my sayings and does them, I will show you whom he is like. He is like a man building a house 
who dug deep and laid the foundations on the rock. And when the floods arose, the stream beat vehemently against the house and could not shake it, for it was founded on the rock. But he who has heard and did nothing is like the man who builds a house on the earth without a foundation, against which the streams beat vehemently, and immediately it fell, and the ruins of the house was great. Kind of self-explanatory, yeah? that solidly um, meditating, reading God's word, the words of Jesus. And Ketikopoulos goes on to say, Do you ever have seasons in your life when it seems like every time you go to church and every time you spend time in prayer and every time you open the Bible, you receive a revelation from God? Do spiritually everything will be going great. I'll be higher than a Georgia pine. Then suddenly something starts to happen. I start dying up in the spiritual things. It seems like it doesn't make any difference what I pray or how much I read the Word. I can, can't get anywhere spiritually. I'm so dry, my spirit creaks. That used to baffle me. I don't know what the cause was. I don't have any sin in my life. I've taken care of that. I was still praying, still meditating, still acting on and confessing the Word. But instead of getting results, I was getting nowhere. It started in front of my mirror and confessed fate over and over again. And the only thing that happened was that my voice got sore. If that's ever happened to you, may I make a suggestion? Go back, backtrack, and find the last thing God told you to do and do it. It's Probably nothing big, just seemingly small things. But believe me, these major disobediences will be will dry up to the flow of the Spirit, just like the major ones will. Most of us don't realize that. We'll get on, on our knees and say, Oh Lord, I want to go to China for you. I'll go to Africa. I'll go to Russia. But when God says, Go next door, you just... Shrug it off. I can't do that, you say. The guy next door doesn't like me besides. I want to be like a brother Shambach and get a big tent. If, you, if you've if done something like that, repent. Then pick up where you left off and do the what God has directed you to do. And from then on, remember... No matter how insignificant God's instructions may be, obeying them is no small thing in the simple act of obedience that will make your spiritual house stand or tall at the same things combined because you direct direction of our lives. Scripture reading is Luke 6.10. 1610. He 
He who is faithful in what is least is faithful also in much, and he who is unjust in what is least is unjust also in much. Therefore, if ye have not been faithful in the unrighteous mammon, who will commit to you true riches? And if you have not been faithful in what is another man's, who will give you what is your own? No servant can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. All righty. And now let's go ahead and go to uh, Psalm 27, please. Psalm 27. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked come against me to eat up my flesh, my enemies and foes, they stumble and fell. Though an army may camp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war may rise against me, in this I will be confident. One thing I have desire of the Lord, that will I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion. The secret place of his tabernacle, he shall hide me. He shall set me high upon a rock. And now my head shall be lifted up above my enemies all around me. Therefore, I will offer sacrifices of joy in his tabernacle. I will sing, yes, I will sing praises to the Lord. Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice. Have mercy also upon me and answer me. When you said, seek my face, my heart said to you, your face, Lord, I will seek. Do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger. You have been my help. Do not leave me nor forsake me, O God of my salvation. When my father and my mother forsook me, then the Lord will take care of me. Teach me your way, O Lord, and lead me in the smooth path because of my enemies. Do not deliver me to the will of my adversaries and for false witness have risen up against me and as such as breathe out violence. I would have lost heart unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Beautiful, huh? Now we go take a look at Psalm 56. Be merciful, O Lord, be merciful. To me, O God, for man will swallow me up. Fighting all day, he oppresses me. My enemies will hound me all the day. For there are many who fight against me, O Most High. Whenever I am afraid, I will trust in you. In God, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust. I will not fear what can flesh do to me. All day they twist my words. All their thoughts are against me for evil. They gather together. They hide 
They make my steps, they mark my steps when they lie in wait for my life. Shall they escape by iniquity? In anger, cast down the people, O God. You number my wanderings. Put my tears in your bottle. Are they not in your book? When I cried out to you, then my enemies... When I cried out to you, then my enemies will turn back. This I know, because God is for me. In God, I will praise his word. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust. I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? Vows made to you are binding upon me, O God. I will render praises to you, for you have delivered my soul from death. Have you not kept my feet from falling, that I may walk before God in the light of the living? Amen. The word of God. Thanks be to God. Thank you so much for coming in here today. Give them heaven, family. Welcome to today's podcast. Bible reading today for our curriculum, April the 26th. Press on, Impatient by Gloria Copeland. Let's go ahead and open with a moment of silence, followed by the prayer. Father God, give us ears to hear, eyes to see in what the Spirit is telling us. Thank you for glorifying yourself in your word, making it a difference in our lives. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. Hebrews 6.12 Be not slothful, but followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises. You've been walking by faith, You've been believing God to meet your need, but what do you do when the results seem slow in coming and you are tempted to give up? Be patient. There is not much said about patience these days, but when it comes to receiving from God, it is just as important as faith. It will make the difference between success and failure for you. Patience undergirds and sustains faith until the result is manifested. After you have meditated on the promises of God and have them in your spirit, patience will encourage you to hold steady. Patience is power. It has the courage to refuse the lie of Satan that says that the word is not working for you. It knows that God's word has never failed. Patience will not draw back in fear, but will press toward forward in faith until you have the answer. When the result of your faith seems slow in coming, don't give up. Continue to put the word first with patience and you will surely receive the promise of God. Additional reading is Hebrews 32 to 39. But but recall the former days in which after you were illuminated, you endured great struggle with suffering. Partly while you were made a spectacle both by reproaches and tribulations, and partly while you became companions of those who were so treated. For you had compassion on me in my chains and joyfully accepted the plundering of your goods, knowing that you have a better and enduring possession for yourselves in heaven. 
Therefore do not cast away your confidence, which has great reward. For you have need of endurance, so that after you have done the will of God, you may receive the promise. For yet a little while, and he who is coming will come and will not tarry. Now the just shall live by faith. But if anyone draws back, my soul has no pleasure in him. But we are not of those who draw back to perdition, but those who believe to the saving of the soul. Amen. And now we're going to read from Psalms 26. A prayer for divine scrutiny and redemption. A Psalm of David. Vindicate me, O Lord, for I have walked in my integrity. I have also trusted in the Lord. I shall not slip. Examine me, O Lord, and prove me. Try my mind and my heart, for your loving kindness is better than is before my eyes, and I have walked in your truth. I have not sat with idolatrous mortals, nor will I go in with hypocrites. I have hated the assembly of evildoers and will not sit with the wicked. I will wash my hands in innocence, so I will go about your altar, O Lord that I may proclaim with the voice of thanksgiving and tell of all your wondrous works. Lord, I have loved the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. Do not gather my soul with sinners, nor my life with bloodthirsty men, in whose hand is a sinister scheme and whose right hand is full of bribes. But as for me, I will walk in my integrity. Redeem me and be merciful to me. My foot stands in an even place. In the congregation, I will bless the Lord. In the congregations, I will bless the Lord. Let's go to Psalm 56. Let's see what it says. Psalm 56. A Micam of David. Be merciful to me, O God, for man will swallow me up. Fighting all day, he oppresses me. My enemies would hound me all day, for there are many who fight against me, O Most High. Whenever I am afraid, I will trust in you. In God, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust. I will not fear. What can flesh do to me? All day they twist my words. All their thoughts are against me for evil. They gather together, they hide, they make my steps when they lie in wait for my life. Shall they escape my iniquity? In anger cast down the people, O God. You number my wanderings, put my tears in your bottle. Are they not in your book? When I cry out to you, then my enemies will turn back. This I know because God is for me. In God, I will praise his word. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust. I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? Laws made to you are binding upon me, O God. I will render praises to you. 
for you have delivered my soul from death. Have you not kept my feet from falling? That I may walk before God in the light of the living. That I may walk before God in the light of the living. Psalm 86. A prayer of David. Bow down your ear, O Lord. Hear me, for I am poor and needy. Preserve my life, for I am holy. You are my God. Save your servant who trusts in you. Be merciful to me, O Lord, for I cry to you all day long. Rejoice the soul of your servant. For to you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. For you, Lord, are good and ready to forgive and abundant in mercy to all those who call upon you. Give ear, O Lord, to my prayer and attend to the voice of my supplications. In the day of my trouble, I will call upon you, for you will answer me. Among the gods there is none like you, O Lord, nor are there any works like your works. All nations whom you have made shall come and worship before you, O Lord, and shall glorify your name, for you are great and do wondrous things. You alone are God. Touch, Teach me your way, O Lord. I will walk in your truth. Unite my heart to fear your name. I will praise you, O Lord my God. With all my heart, I will glorify your name forevermore. For great is your mercy toward me, and you have delivered my soul from the death of Shell. O God, the proud have risen against me, and a mob of violent men have sought my life, and have not set your you before them. But you, O Lord, are a God full of compassion and gracious, long-suffering and abundance in mercy and truth. O turn to me and have mercy on me. Give your strength to your servant and save the son of your maysaver. Show me a sign for good that those who hate me may see it and be ashamed because you, Lord, have helped me and Comfort me. Show me a sign for good, O Lord, that those who hate me may see it and be ashamed, because you, Lord, have helped me and comforted me. Psalm 116. Thanksgiving for deliverance from death. I love the Lord because he has heard my voice and my supplications. Because he has inclined his ear to me, therefore I will call upon him as long as I live. The pains of death surrounded me and the pangs of Shiloh laid hold of me. I found trouble and sorrow. Then I called upon the name of the Lord. O Lord, I implore you, deliver my soul. Gracious is the Lord and righteous. Yes, our God is merciful. The Lord preserves the simple. I was brought low and he saved me. Return to your rest, O my soul. 
for the Lord has dealt bountifully with you. For you have delivered my soul from death, my eyes from tears, and my feet from falling. I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. I believe, therefore I spoke. I am greatly afflicted, I said in my haste. All men are liars. What shall I render to the Lord for all his benefits towards me? I will take up the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows to the Lord now in the presence of all his people. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. O Lord, truly I am your servant. I am your servant, the son of your main servant. You have loosed my bonds. I will offer to you the sacrifice of thanksgiving and will call upon the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows to the Lord now in the presence of all his people in the courts of the Lord's house in the midst of you, O Jerusalem. Praise the Lord. Psalm 146 Happiness of those who help is of the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, O my soul. While I live, I will praise the Lord. I will sing praises to my God while I have my being. Do not put your trust in princes, nor in a son of man in whom there is no help. His spirit departs, he returns to the earth. In that very day, his plans perish. Happy is he who has the God of Jacob for his help, whose hope is in the Lord his God, who made heaven and earth, the sea and all that is in them, who keeps truth forever, who executes justice for the oppressed, who gives food to the hungry, The Lord gives freedom to the prisoners. The Lord opens the eyes of the blind. The Lord raises those who are bowed down. The Lord loves the righteous. The Lord watches over the strangers. He relieves the fatherless and widow, but the way of the wicked he turns upside down. The Lord shall reign forever. Your God, O Zion, to all generations. Praise the Lord. It's beginning to rain. There was an album written by uh, Kenneth Copeland, musical, praise and worship, called uh, Jehovah Jireh. He is Jehovah. In the 80s, when I first became a Christian, I had just purchased, uh, I changed careers as soon as I got involved in the uh, 12-step program. I got enlightened and focused. All the program did for me, in addition to to becoming a human being, watch out, uh, horses, 
I became a, a Christian. I got focused. I got focused in God. That's what the program did for me. I focused in God, and I understood how to do right. I got power to do right. And I switched from fueling trucks in the midnight to uh, selling real estate. I purchased a beautiful Mercedes-Benz maroon and started selling real estate. Pretty fast career change. The point I'm making, I was given by another Christian uh, a cassette of this music I'm telling you about. And I remember waxing and washing and waxing the Mercedes-Benz with the sun, a beautiful spring day, purchased a house. Life is good, and I'm singing songs to God, and I'm getting lost in this. So it was very memorable, very beautiful and kind for God to do that for me. To, for me to enjoy. And one of the songs, it's, it was in there, it's beginning to rain. <laughs> Throw open the doors. So please look it up and, uh, by Kenny Copeland. I'm going to go ahead and take communion for this morning. So welcome to today's podcast for April the 25th, Faith to Faith, our biblical standard of generally we take communion. And that's the uh, the horses thumping on the ground there and turning over the uh, the ground, which is, feels good in our souls, the, uh, the thumping of the earth early in the morning. But via YouTube, just look up the farm on YouTube. I'm playing the background songs, which is I grew up in a farm too. These noises were always around me ever since I opened my eyes and had the first breath. So let's go ahead and take communion. Thank you, Father, for sending your Son, Jesus Christ, as the bread of life. Thank you that he died on the cross for us, made a difference for us. Fix us up, Lord God, in the heavens that we will be children of God, having a heavenly Father now. We thank you, Father. And Lord, we take this that heals us, cleans us, makes us whole, transfers us, transforms us, Lord, sets us right, and gives us power to do right. Thank you, Jesus Christ, for the elements that you sent, your body that we need on a daily basis. Let us acknowledge the Lord Jesus Christ and take of his body right now. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Taste and see that the Lord is good. And with that, Jesus took the cup and, and says, By this is the new covenant ratified. We are in a new choice, a new decision, a new commitment. The Lord is committed to us. We are a new covenant. We're committed to God. We're committed to praise Him and thank Him for all our, what? Our failures, our onslaught. People come against them. We praise them. People come talk about us. We praise Jesus. We give him thanks. and We acknowledge the covenant. You know, we acknowledge the covenant. We keep thanking God for our neighbors just the way they are, their, for their bozo acts. We keep thanking God for our neighbors. We keep praising Jesus when they talk bad about us. And we keep acknowledging the Lord God. This is the blood of Jesus Christ that heals us. By his stripes we are healed. By his stripes, we're made brand new. By the hits in his back, we are restored. 
By his poverty, we are rich. By his loneliness, we are in love with God and with others. Thank you for this blood. Let's go ahead and partake of the blood of Jesus. Mm. If not, pause it and go get the elements. Go and come right back and let us thank the Lord for this prayer. Thank you, Father, that you send your Son, Jesus Christ, to die for us. Eternally, he opened the heavens for us, Lord. We could not find our way. Hallelujah. Thank you that he is the open door to heaven, and we rejoice in it. We thank you for cleaning up, for forgiving us of all our souls, all our sins, and cleansing our souls, Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you for restoring us in right place and right mind and the right set of principles and actions that we need to do today. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. All right, for today's study, thank you so much for coming in here on April 25th. The title is, Is Beginning to Rain with Kenneth Copeland. Our scripture for today, yeah, watch out, Joel 2.23. Be glad then, you children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God, for he has given you the former rain moderately, and he will come cause down for your to the rain, former rain and the latter rain in the first month. Wow. Amen. Let me go ahead and read that in another translation. Because uh, I kind of skimped over that. The new translation, which is the uh, New King James. How about that? Joel 2.23. And we got it right here. Oops. Joel 2.23. Be glad then, you children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God, for he has given you the former rain faithfully. That's the Holy Spirit where we're at now. And he will cause the rain to come down for you, the former rain and the latter rain in the first month. Huh. Well, I think that the the rain came down already, the big heavy-duty rain, because I feel it and I sense it. Kenny Copeland says, there's a spiritual flood coming. God has promised it. He's promised us in an outpouring of his Holy Spirit power that will bring in the greatest harvest of souls any of us have ever seen. That's what I mean. I mean that uh, when Jesus Christ came, he poured rain so much that everybody got born again through the last 2,000 years ago. And before Jesus was, uh, people just had to seek God and repent of their sins. And they their hearts were ready and they were waiting for Jesus to be lifted up from the grave so they can finish the work of the salvation through Jesus. Makes sense to me. As believers, we've been reading about it, Kenny Copeland says, in the Word and hearing about it from the pulpit for years. We've been staring towards heaven so long, waiting for it to come, that we've gotten cricks in our spiritual necks, kinks. We have this mental image of God pouring down His Spirit from some sort of big heavenly pitcher above us. But you know what? We've been looking in the wrong direction. 
The pitchers God is going to use to pour out his power are right here on earth. Jesus explained it this way. He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. <coughs> John 7.38, excuse me. The end, the end time flood we all been expecting is going to be composed of living waters that will pour forth from believers. The Holy Spirit within us will be the source of all the signs and wonders and miracles the prophets foretold. And when we begin to fervently pray the prayer of intercession, the flood of that power will open, will begin to flow. Zechariah 10.1 says, Ask you of the Lord rain in the time of the latter rain, so that the Lord shall make bright clouds and give them showers of rain to everyone grass on the field. Lord, we ask you, Lord, for more rain. Lord, in the latter time of rain, Lord. Our prayers of intercession are what will release the great outpouring of God's Spirit. As we begin to join together and cry out to God, the rivers of living waters within each one of us will join together and become a flood of spiritual power in the earth. So I ask, pray for the Holy Ghost, gully washer, and intercede. Intercede for the outpouring. Make this mighty flood of spiritual power a priority in prayer life. Glory to God, it's already begun to rain. Scripture reading, Joel 2, 23 and 32. I think I read that to you. It says, watch out. Be glad, you children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God, for he has given you the former rain faithfully, and he will cause the rain to come down for you. The former rain and the latter rain in the first month, the treasury floor shall be full of wheat, and the vast shall overflow with new wine and oil. So I will restore to you the years that the swarming locust has eaten, the crawling locust, the consuming locust, and the chewing locust, the great army which I sent among you. You shall eat in plenty and be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God who has dealt wondrously with you. And my people shall never be put to shame. Then you shall know that I am in the midst of you, the midst of Israel. I am the Lord your God and there is no other. My people shall never be put to shame. And it shall come to pass afterwards that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, your old men shall dream dreams, your young men shall see visions, and also on my men servants and on my maid servants. I will pour out my spirit in those days, and I will show wonders in the heaven and in the earth, blood and fire, pillars of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the coming of the great and awesome day of the Lord. You see right here, it says, before the coming and the great and awesome day of the Lord. The other people say, the other translations say, terrible day. So it was a mis, mis, mispronunciation there. And it shall come to pass that whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. For in Mount Zion in Jerusalem, there will, shall be deliverance, as the Lord said, among the remnants whom the Lord called. You know, all this happened in Matthew when Jesus Christ came. It's all salvation here for me. Why would 2,000 years pass and the people of God not been able to? And they have, and they wrote it down, incredible outpouring 
of literature, of, of prophecy, of word of God, and healing people. The spirit of those days in every man. So in other words, Jesus multiplied himself in the billions. Amen. All right, let's go ahead and jump to... Um, Thank you, Heavenly Father, for your word. Lord, we rejoice and give thanks for your word. We lift up our hands and praise and thanksgiving in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Let's go ahead and read uh, Psalm 35 to put a, finish this off, please. A Psalm of David. Plead my cause, O Lord, with those who strive with me. Fight against those who fight against me. Take hold of shield and buckler and stand up for my help. Also draw out the spear and stop those who pursue me. Say to my soul, I am your salvation. Let those to be put to shame and brought to dishonor who seek after my life. Let those be turned back and brought to confusion who plot my hurt. Let them be like the shaft before the wind and let the angel of the Lord chase them. Let their ways be dark and slippery. And let the angel of the Lord pursue them, for without cause they have hidden their net for me in a pit, which they have dug without cause for my life. Let destruction come upon them unexpectedly, and let his net that he has hidden catch himself. Into that very destruction let him fall. And my soul shall be joyful in the Lord, it shall rejoice in his salvation. See, this is our duty that we need to do when people come against us, when people talk about us, when people persecute us, my, and my joy, my soul shall be joyful in the Lord, it shall rejoice in his salvation. I need to stay, even when the discouragement comes, I need to exert myself and be joyful in the Lord, I need to rejoice in his salvation and be thankful. In other words, I will not break the love factor that Jesus Christ has paid for me in this earth. You know, even if the enemies come against me, the Lord Jesus says to rejoice and be glad, for they did this to the prophets. Be exceedingly glad and be grateful. Huh. Because, so, we're, we're to obey. All my bones shall say, Lord, who is like you, delivering the poor from him who is too strong for him? David continues. Yes, the poor and needy from him who plunders him. Fierce Witnesses rise up. They ask me things I do not know. They reward me evil for good to the sorrow of my soul. But as for me, when they were sick, my clothing was sackcloth. I humbled myself with fasting, and my prayer will return to my own heart. I paced about as though he were my friend or brother. I bowed down greatly as one who mourns for his mother. But in in my adversity they rejoice and gather together. Attackers gathered against me, and I did not know it. They tore at me and did not cease with ungodly mockers at feast. They gnashed at me with their teeth. Lord, how long will you look on? Rescue me from their destructions, my precious life from the lions. I will give you thanks in this great assembly. I will praise you among many people. Let them not rejoice over me when who are wrongfully my enemies, nor let them wink with the eye who hate me without a cause. For they do not speak peace, but they devise deceitful matters against the quiet ones in the land. 
They also open their mouth wide against me and say, Aha, aha, our eyes have seen it. This you have seen, O Lord. Do not keep silent, O Lord. <clears throat> Do not be far from me. Stir up yourself and awake to my vindication. To my cause, my God and my Lord. Vindicate me, O Lord, my God, according to your righteousness. And let them not rejoice over me. Let them not say in their hearts, Aha, so we would have it. Let them not say, We have swallowed him up. Let them be ashamed and brought to men of confusion, mutual confusion, who rejoice in my hurt. Let them be clothed with shame and dishonor, who exalt themselves against me. Let them shout for joy and be glad, who favor my righteous cause. And let them say continually, The Lord be magnified, who has pleasure in the prosperity of his servants. And my tongue shall speak of your righteousness and of your praise all the day long. And my tongue shall speak of your righteousness and my praise all the day long. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for coming in today. Enjoy this day and give thanks unto the Lord for anything. Praise him. Let's continue to praise Jesus and thank him for the great things he has done for us. Amen. Have a great day, family. Give them heaven. Greetings, welcome to today's Bible College, April 24th, Inside Out by Gloria Copeland is the topic. Let's go ahead and pray with the Our Father, please. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Today's scripture is 2 Corinthians 3.18. But we all, with open face, beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord, are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. 2 Corinthians 3.18 Have you ever thought about the fact that man is the only creature God created who has to wear clothing to cover himself? All the other creatures grow their own coverings. Some grow fur, feathers, other scales, or leathery hide, but all are clothed from the inside out. Most people don't realize it, but in the beginning, man was clothed that way too. He was made in the image of God, and if you look in Ezekiel 8.2, you'll find that God is clothed in fire from the loins up and from the loins down. That fire is his glory in man emanating outward from his innermost being. What 
When man was first created, he was like that too. He was covered with the very glory of God. It radiated from his inner being outward. That's why he had no sense of nakedness until after he sinned and the glory departed from him. It was a tragic day when the man lost that glorious covering. But I want you to know something today. It is it's not lost forever. The word of God says we can gain it back. You see, when you put your faith in the blood of Jesus and were born again, the glory of God once again took up residence in you. It may be well hidden right now, but believe me, it's in there. And the Bible says that as you gaze into the Lord's face by studying the word and fellowshipping with him as you renew your mind to understand who you are in Christ, you'll be changed into his image on the outside as well. As you learn to hear his voice and obey it, you'll start giving outward expression of the glory within you. Little by little, you'll be turned inside out. Instead of simply staring into your closet every morning, spend some time gazing at Jesus and beholding his word. Let him clothe you in his radiant presence. Once his glory starts shining through, anything you wear will look beautiful on you. Amen. Psalm 8 describes this a little better. Let's go over there. Psalm 8. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth, who have set your glory above the heavens. Out of the mouth of babes and nursing infants you have ordained strength. Because of your enemies, that you may silence the enemy and the adventure. When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have ordained, what is man that you are mindful of him, and the son of man that you visit him? For you have made him a little lower than the angels, and you have crowned him with glory and honor. You have made him to have dominion over the works of your hands. You have put all things under his feet, all sheep and oxen, all the beasts of the field, the birds of the air, and the fish of the sea that pass through the path of the seas. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth. Amen. Beautiful, beautiful. Now let's go ahead and do uh, the uh, 23rd teaching of Faith to Faith. April 23rd. Gloria Copeland. Oppose the devil. Submit yourself therefore to God and resist the devil and he will flee from you. <clears throat> Excuse me, James 4, 7. If you've been crying and asking God to run the devil out of your life, stop. The Bible says you're the one who's supposed to overcome the evil. How? By resisting him. By rebelling against him when he tells you to do something and doing what God says instead. When Satan tells you some lie, contradict him with the word of God. Oppose him. This verse says when you do that, he'll flee from you. He'll run as in terror. 
This means everywhere you go, as you walk in faith and oppose the devil, darkness is pushed back. To start pushing back the darkness, you can do it. The life of God is within you. Jesus himself is living inside you. Everywhere you go, he goes. Every problem that rises up against you, every evil spirit that tries to influence your life is coming against God when it comes up against you. All you need to do is become conscious of that. Begin now to living your life moment by moment, knowing that the right, the light of God is in you. The word of God is in you. The spirit of God is inside you. Let knowing that Jesus, the Son of God, is in you, then watch the devil run. Additional reading is Ephesians 6, 10 through 18. Let's go over there now. Ephesians 6. Ten to eighteen. Finally, my brothers, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against darkness, the rulers of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith with, with you, that you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. And take the helmet of salvation and the word of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. Amen. The word of the Lord stands forever. And don't forget to praise Jesus for your problem. Let him go before you and, and whip the devil's butt. Amen. And restore, Lord, restore the resources from the east, the west, the north, and the south. We say restore, Lord, restore our lives. Amen. April 22nd. He really cares for you. Kenneth Copeland. 1 Peter 5, 7, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Do you know what it is like to face a problem so big it seems downright irresponsible not to worry about it? There may not be a thing you can do about it, but you feel like you need to at least be concerned. After all, someone needs to, and no one else seems to be volunteering for the job. Remembering one time in a particular function I was having, I was holding a series of meetings in Louisiana. I had just discovered our budget was $900 short. And in those days, $900 might as well have been $9 million. The devil was attacking my mind, telling me that no one cared about me or my ministry, telling me that I was facing the problem alone. But instead of giving into those th thoughts, I got my Bible and turned to every scripture in the word of God that guarantees me my needs were met. 
Then I rolled the care of those expenses over on God. I promised God that with the Holy Spirit as my helper, I would not touch the problem with my thought again. This wasn't easy promise to keep. I wanted to worry so badly. I went into the courtyard in the motel where we were staying, and I started walking around the swimming pool. Every time I thought about the problem, I would say out loud, No, I have rolled that care over on the Lord. I will not think about it. The budget is met. After a while, a man drove up in the driveway and began honking his horn. I try to ignore him because I don't like to be disrupted when I'm in prayer. But he stuck his head out the window and shouted, Come here! He said it with such authority that I obeyed. He said to me, Brother Copeland, I'm sorry to disturb you, but I'm in a commitment, committed to another obligation in a little while, and I won't be able to be here when the basket is being passed. Then he handed me a check. When I went back to the hotel, I looked at the check. I found it was $500. Putting it together with that offering the, that evening, we were able to meet our, our, our $900 budget. Would you like to have people chasing you down to meet your needs? The next time you're facing a problem, give it to God. Let him be the one who's concerned about it. He's volunteered for the job and you can trust him to do it. And after all, he really does care for you. Additional reading is Psalm 37, 1 through 7. Psalm 37. Do not fret because of evildoers, nor be anxious of the workers of iniquity. For they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. Delight yourself also in the Lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord, trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. He shall bring forth your righteousness as the light and your justice as the noonday. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. And do not fret because of him who prospers in his way, because of the man who brings wicked schemes to pass. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Do not fret, it only causes harm, for evildoers shall be cut off. But those who wait on the Lord, they shall inherit the earth. Hallelujah. They shall inherit the earth. For a little while, and the wicked shall be no more. Indeed, you will look carefully for the, his place, but it shall be no more. But the meek will inherit the earth and shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace. Beautiful, beautiful, wonderful words of life. One more. Let's go ahead and do the 21st of April. And that'll be a beautiful word of God. This is by Gloria Copeland, God of your troubles, God of your heart. 
Thou art my hiding place. Thou shalt preserve me from trouble. Thou shalt compass me about with songs of deliverance. Psalms 32, 7. Again, The Lord is my hiding place. I shall not want. The Lord preserves me from trouble. He compassed me about with songs of deliverance. In this day and time, trouble seems to surround us on every side. If it's not falling economy, failing economy, it's a failing business. It's a failing marriage or a failing health. Yet in the midst of seemingly overwhelming problems, God has promised to deliver us. Let me give you a word of advice, though. If you want God to be the God of your trouble, then you must let him be God of your heart. God honors those who honor him. So if you're facing some problems today, don't just start kicking and screaming and begging him to save you from them. Honor him by giving him into his word and doing what his word says you should do. Praise the Lord Jesus. Give him praise for all your circumstances. Psalm 34 is a good place to start. It says, for example, that you should seek God. As you seek him, he will deliver you from the things that threaten you. Secondly, it instructs you to cry out for the Lord. He will save you out of your troubles. Verse 6. Next, it tells you to fear the Lord. If you don't know how to do that, verse 11 and 14 will tell you exactly what you need to know. You must keep from speaking evil and deceit, depart from evil and do good, seek peace and pursue it. That's fearing the Lord. Remember, if you want God to be God of your trouble, let him be God of your heart. When you do that, all of the heathens will get involved in your deliverance and your triumph will be guaranteed. Amen. Additional reading is Psalm 34. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. They looked to him and were radiant and their faces were not ashamed. This poor man cried out and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encaps all around those who fear him and delivers them. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. Oh, fear the Lord, you his saints. There is no want to those who fear him. The young lions lack and suffer hunger, but those who seek the Lord shall not lack any good thing. Come, you children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. Who is the man who desires life and loves many days that he may see good? Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. The eyes of the Lord are in the righteous and his ears are open to their cry. The face of the Lord is against those who do evil to cut off the remembrance of them from the earth. 
the fourteen, the righteous cry out, and the Lord hears and delivers them of all their troubles. The Lord is near to those who have a broken heart and save such as have a contrite spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. He guards all their bones. Not one of them is broken. Evil shall slay the wicked, and those who hate the righteous shall be condemned. The Lord redeems the souls of his servants. And none of those who trust in him shall be condemned. And none of those who trust in the Lord shall be condemned. Amen. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thank you for listening, family. God bless you. And keep coming back for more teachings on Bible College Curriculum. Thank you for coming on today's podcast. Let's go ahead and open it with a moment of silence, followed by the Lord's Prayer, please. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Amen. Okay, here we go. Now let's do the Our Father. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. <clears throat> Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Thank you for coming on today. We're going to be doing uh, the 12th of April. Weapons of Praise by Gloria Copeland. The scripture is in Psalms 9, verses 1, 2, and 3. I will praise thee, O Lord, with my whole heart. I will show forth all thy marvelous works. I will be glad and rejoice in thee. I will sing praises to thy name, O thou most high. When my enemies are turned back, they shall fall and perish at thy presence. Psalms 9, verses 1, 2, and 3. Again, follow after me. Please say, I will praise thee, O Lord, with my whole heart. I will show forth all thy marvelous works. I will be glad and rejoice in thee. I will sing praises to thy name. O thou most high, when my enemies are turned back, they will they shall fall and perish at thy presence. Never underestimate the importance of praise. Thank you by the way for repeating that with me. Gloria goes on to say, never underestimate the importance of praise. It is one of the most powerful spiritual weapons you have. Praise is more than a pleasant song or a few uplifting words about God. It does something. It releases the very presence of God himself. And when the presence of God comes on the scene, our enemies are turned back. Sickness and disease can't stay on our bodies. Poverty can't stay in our houses. Even physical weariness has to be fleeing when it's faced with real joy 
filled praise. I know that from experience years ago when I first began conducting healing school, I had a real battle with fatigue. I ministered and laid my hands on the sick for so many hours at a time that the time, by the time the meeting had ended, I was sometimes too physically weak even to close the service. Then in one particular meeting, I discovered the power of praise. I had just finished praising, praying for those in the prayer line and... As usual, I was exhausted, but instead of rest, the Spirit of the Lord impressed me on me that I should, what I needed was to rejoice in the Lord. So I did. I began to praise the Lord with my whole heart, mind, and body. Do you know what happened? The tiredness left me, and I was energized with the presence of God. The next time the devil tries to stifle you, your effectiveness, to drain you of the strength and wealth, and victory that's yours in Jesus, turn him back with a powerful weapon, lift your hands and your voice and whole heart to God. Praise, praise him. In Second Chronicles chapter 20, verses 1 through 22, it says, After that, men from Moab, men from Ammon, and other people called Munites came to fight Jehoshaphat. Some men came and they said to Jehoshaphat, A large army is coming from the side of Syria. It has come across the Dead Sea to attack you. They are already in Hassan Tamar. That is another name for Engedi. Jehoshaphat was afraid, so he decided to ask the Lord what he should do. And he told all the people in Judah that they should not eat for some time. All Judah's people came together to ask the Lord for his help. They came from every town in Judah to meet with the Lord. Then Jehoshaphat stood up in front of the people from Judah and from Jerusalem. He was standing in front of the new yard of the Lord's house. He said, Lord, you were the God of our ancestors. You are the God who is in heaven. You rule over all kings and their nations. You are strong and powerful, and nobody can stand against you. Our God, you pushed out the people who were living in this country. You caused your people, the Israelites, to push them out, and you had given this country for all time to the descendants of your friend Abraham. Your people have lived here and they have built a house here to give honor to your name. When they built it, they said, perhaps we will have troubles. The trouble might be war, punishment, illness, or we might have no food. Then we will come and we will stand in front of you. We, we will stand in front of this temple because your name is in this temple. Then we will ask for your help when we are in trouble, then you will bear us and you will save us. But now men from Ammon, Moab, and the Mount Calaisir are here. You would not let the Israelites attack them when the Israelites came out of Egypt. So our people turned away and they did not kill those people. Now see how these people are paying us for that. They are coming to punish us and push us out of your, your country you, that you gave to us to keep. So our God, please punish these people. 
We are not strong, so we cannot fight this very large army that is attacking us. We are too weak to fight them. We do not know what to do, but we hope that you will help us. All the men from Judah were standing there in front of the Lord. They were standing there with their babies, their wives, and their children. Then the Spirit of the Lord came down on Jehaziel. He was the son of Zechariah. Zechariah was the son of Benaiah, the son of Jael, Mataniah's son. He was a descendant of Asaph, and he was a Levite. He was standing among the people. He said, Listen to me, all you people who live in Judah and in Jerusalem, and listen to me, King Jehoshaphat. The Lord says to you, This is God's fight, not yours, so do not be afraid, and do not think that this large army will certainly beat you. March down against them tomorrow. They will be climbing up the narrow valley called Ziz. People go to the desert called Jeruel through the, a valley. You will find the enemy at the end of, the, of that valley. You will not have to fight this time. Go to your places, stand there, and see how the Lord will save you. Judah and Jerusalem, do not be afraid, and do not think that this army will certainly beat you. Get out to stand in front of them tomorrow. Go out to stand in front of them tomorrow. When you do that, the Lord will be with you. Jehoshaphat put his nose to the ground, and all the people from Judah and from Jerusalem fell down in front of the Lord to worship him. Then some Levites stood up to praise the Lord, the God of Israel, with a very loud noises, voices. They were from the clans of Kohat and Korah. Jehoshaphat and his men got up early the next morning, and they started to go to the desert of Tekoa, where they were living. Jehoshaphat stood up, and he said, Listen to me, people from Judah and people who live in Jerusalem. Trust the Lord your God. If you do that, you will be safe. Believe his prophets, and if you believe them, you will win the fight. And Jehoshaphat talked with the people. Then he chose men to sing and to praise the Lord. They had to wear holy clothes. They went in front of the army, and they sang. The Lord always does what he has promised to do. And his kind love has no end. So give thanks to him. The Lord always does what he has promised to do. And his kind love has no end. So give thanks to him. Again, let's all say it together. The Lord always does what he has promised to do. And his kind love has no end. So we give thanks to him. Amen. The soldiers from Ammon, Moab, and from the mount, mountain called Seir were coming to attack Judah. God's people started to sing and to praise the Lord. Then the Lord caused the enemy to have trouble. So Judah's soldiers completely beat the enemy. The men from Ammon and Moab started to attack the men from Seir. They destroyed their army. When they had done that, they started to fight each other, and they were killing each other. The men from Judah came to the, to the place where they could see the desert. They looked for the very large army, but they saw only dead bodies where the enemies had been. All their dead bodies were on the ground. Nobody was still alive. So Jehoshaphat and his people went to take away everything 
that was valuable. They found a lot of clothes and other valuable things on the dead bodies. They took the things from the dead bodies, the gold and the silver, but there were more things than they could carry away. There was so much that it took them three days to carry all the things away. On the fourth day, they came together in the valley of Baraka, where they praised the Lord. That is why it's called the Valley of Baraka. Amen. That was uh, all the way to verse 26. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. This is a New King James Bible, reading the Psalms. In the Lord I put my trust. How can you say to my soul, flee as a bird to your mountain? For look, the wicked bend their bow. They make ready their arrow on the string that they may shoot secretly at the upright in heart. If the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? The Lord is in his holy temple. The Lord's throne is in heaven. His eyes behold, his eyelids test the sons of men. The Lord tests the righteous, but the wicked and the one who loves violence, his soul hates. Upon the wicked he will rain coals, fire, and brimstone, and a burning wind shall be the portion of their cup. For the Lord is righteous. He, he loves righteousness and his countenance beholds the upright. Psalms 41, a Psalm of David. Blessed is he who considers the poor. The Lord will deliver him in time of trouble. The Lord will preserve him and keep him alive. And he will bless, be blessed on the earth. You will not deliver him to the will of his enemies. The Lord will strengthen him on his bed of illness. You will sustain him on his sick bed. I said, Lord, be merciful to me. Heal my soul, for I have sinned against you. My enemies speak evil of me. When, we, when will he die and his name perish? And if he comes to see me, he speaks lies. His heart gathers iniquity to itself. When he goes out, he tells it. All who hate me whisper together against me. Against me they devise my hurt. An evil disease, they say, clings to him. And now that he lies down, he will rise up no more. Even my own familiar friend in whom I trusted, who ate, my bread has lifted up his heel against me. But you, O Lord, be merciful to me and raise me up that I may repay them. By this I know that you are well pleased with me 
because my enemy does not triumph over me. As for me, you uphold me. As for me, you uphold me in my integrity and set me before your face forever. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel from everlasting to everlasting. Amen. Psalm 71. In you, O Lord, I put my trust. Let me never be put to shame. Deliver me in your righteousness and cause me to escape. Incline your ear to me and save me. Be my strong refuge to which I may resort continually. You have given me the commandments to save me, for you are my rock and my fortress. Deliver me, O my God, out of the hand of the wicked out of the hand of the unrighteous, cruel man. For you are my hope, O Lord God. You are my trust from my youth. By you I have been upheld from birth. You are he who took me out of my mother's womb. My praise shall be continually of you. I have come as a wonder to many, but you are my strong refuge. Let my mouth be filled with your praise and with your glory all the day. Do not cast me off in the time of old age. Do not forsake me when my strength fails. For my enemy speaks against me, and those who lie in wait for my life take counsel together, saying, God has forsaken him. Pursue and take him, for there is none to deliver him. O God, do not be far from me. O my God, make haste to help me. Let them be confounded and consumed who are adversaries of my life. Let them be covered with reproach and dishonor who seek my heart. But I will hope continually and will praise you yet more and more. My mouth shall tell of your righteousness and your salvation all the day. For I do not know their limits. I will go in the strength of the Lord God. I will make mention of your righteousness, of yours only. O God, you have taught me from my youth, and to this day I declare your wonderful works. Now also when I am old and gray-headed, O God, do not forsake me until I declare your strength to this generation, your power to everyone who is to come. Also your righteousness, O God, is very high. You who have done great things, O God, who is like you? You who have shown me great and severe troubles shall revive me again and bring me up again from the depths of the earth. You shall increase my greatness and comfort me on every side. Also with the lute I will praise you and your faithfulness, O my God. To you I will sing with the harp. O Holy One of Israel, my lips shall greatly rejoice when I sing to you. And my soul, which you have redeemed, my tongue also shall talk of your righteousness all the day long, for they are confounded, for they are brought to shame who seek my hurt. Amen. Now we go to Psalm 101.
Let's go ahead and do Psalm 100 also. And if we're going to do 100, we might as well do 99 too, right? Praise the Lord for His holiness. <laughs> Excuse me. And if we can do 99, we might as well do 98. Here's 98. A song of praise to the Lord for his salvation and judgment. Oh, sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm have gained him the victory. The Lord has made known his salvation. His righteousness he has revealed in the sight of the nations. He has remembered his mercy and his faithfulness to the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Shout joyfully to the Lord, all the earth. Break forth in song, rejoice and sing praises. Sing to the Lord with the harp, with the harp of the sounds of psalms, with trumpets and the sound of a horn. Shout joyfully before the Lord, the King. Let the sea roar in all its fullness, the world and those who dwell in it. Let the rivers clap their hands. Let the hills be joyful together before the Lord. For he is coming to judge the earth. With righteousness he shall judge the world and the people with equity. Psalms 99. The Lord reigns. Let the people tremble. He dwells between the cherubim. Let the earth be moved. The Lord is great in Zion. And he is high above all other people. Let them praise your great and awesome name. He is holy. The king's strength also loves justice. You have established equity. You have executed justice and righteousness in Jacob. Exalt the Lord our God and worship at his footstool. He is holy. Moses and Aaron were among his high priests, and Samuel was among those who call upon his name. They call upon the name of the Lord, and he answered them. He spoke to them in the cloudy pillar. They kept his testimonies and the ordinances he gave them. You answered them, O Lord our God. You were to them God who forgives. Though you took vengeance on their deeds, exalt the Lord our God and worship at his holy hill. For the Lord our God is holy. Psalms 100. Make a joyful shout to the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting. And his truth endures to all generations. Psalms 101. I will sing of mercy and justice to you, O Lord. I will sing praises. I will behave wisely in a perfect way. Oh, when will you come to me? I will walk within my house within a perfect heart. 
I will set nothing wicked before my eyes. I hate the work of those who fall away. It shall not cling to me. A perverse heart shall depart from me. I will not know wickedness. Wherever secretly slander his neighbor, whoever secretly slanders his neighbor, him will I destroy. The one who has a haughty look and a proud heart, him will I not endure. My eyes shall be on the faithful of the land, they sh- they, that they may dwell with me. He who walks in a perfect way, he shall serve me. He who works deceit shall not dwell within my house. He who tells lies shall not continue in my presence. Early I will destroy all the wicked of the land, that I may cut off all the evildoers from the city of the Lord. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The blessings of the Lord be upon you. We bless you in the name of the Lord. Go in peace. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for participating in today's Bible study from faith to faith. From today is Gloria Copeland bringing us the word on Psalms 32, 7. Thou art my hiding place. Thou shalt preserve me from trouble. Thou shalt come past me about with songs of deliverance. That's one of my personal favorite (laughs) Bible verses because it's packed with fighting power against the enemy, against the forces of evil in high places that we can't see. If we can see them, we can punch them. (laughs) And we go at them like crazy, huh? Unfortunately, we have to act in faith, speaking in tongues, and building ourselves up in the most Holy Spirit, uh, clapping our hands, stomping our feet, praising the Lord. Something about movement that creates uh, something that creates faith, progress in our part. Yes, 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 the blood of Jesus. Yes, yes, yes. We praise you. We say yes to the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We say yes, yes, yes to his blood. Yes, yes, yes to his promises. Yes, yes, yes to his will. Yes, yes, yes to the angels of God. Go forward and do your thing. Do the word of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. We praise you and we thank you. Thank you for getting us out of trouble. God, thank you that you live in our hearts, Lord. Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. With God, all things are possible. Matthew 19, 26. Hallelujah. We win. We are more than conquerors through Christ that loved us. Greater is he that is in us than he that's in the world. No weapon formed against us will prosper. Amen. I will prosper. I will live and not die and proclaim the praises of God. Say it with me. I shall live and not die and proclaim the praises of God in Jesus' name. Expect a miracle, folks. Expect remarkable things to happen. Expect a miracle today. Hallelujah. Let's go ahead and pray ahead. Our Father, who art in the heavens, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today, this day, our daily bread, and forgive us of our wrongs as we forgive those who wrong against us. 
Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Praise you, Jesus Christ, for your glory. Praise you, Jesus, for your honor. Praise you, Jesus, for your diligence. Praise you, Jesus, for your warrior spirit. Thank you for loving us and taking care of us, Lord. Thank you, Father, for your kingdom is established in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Again, Psalm 32, 7. Thou art my hiding place. Thou shalt preserve me from trouble. Thou shalt compass me with songs of deliverance. Let's, let me go ahead and read it again in the uh, New King James Version. Thou, thou, thou. Verse 7 says, You are my hiding place, Lord. You shall preserve me from trouble. You shall surround me with songs of deliverances. Amen. It's funny, I was uh, talking about Psalm 28 today, verses 20, no, verse uh, Psalm 18, as a matter of fact. Psalm 18, verse 3, which always got me out of a tough situation that I wanted, didn't want to be in. Now I got on my knees and I cried out to God. I said, I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. There's a song in back of that. And that's a good song for today's topic. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. The Lord liveth, and blessed be the rock, and blessed be the rock of my salvation. The Lord liveth, and blessed be the rock, and blessed be the rock of my salvation. I will call upon the Lord, who is worthy to be praised. Amen. Now that's our battle song. If you're going through something, we will... How about if we would do it all this weekend? Today's Thursday. Go ahead and write it down and just do it all the way till Sunday and and uh, get the recording on YouTube and sing it day and night. What we're doing is we're fighting into the future, into the upcoming events that are on their way. And instead of going under the water and being dragged in the bottom of the wave, we're gonna we're gonna dog pedal all the way up to the breaking of the wave of the circumstance and do a 360 on top of the water. And yeah, we're going to get a little bit wet. We are going to drink some water and get, but we're going to survive and and learn to win and have all things are possible with God come true in our lives. The scripture, with God, all things are possible. And this is the way we fight, folks. We fight through song and praises and joy, making ourselves willfully happy willfully joyful isn't that amazing that god made the rules like that that one of the reasons is because there's so much wisdom and evidence that we are to be grateful at all times and we can be the wisest individuals on the earth not compared to god but just we'll see that we're very fortunate to be here and because of fortunate we we sing because of the love and the mercy of the father when you see him feeding millions and billions of people and giving them fresh water, and the best man has 
to do his work. They're still here, folks. You say, well, there's no fresh water for the Africans. Well, they're here, aren't they? And they're loving, and they're jumping and dancing, full of the Spirit of God. All right, I'll get off my soapbox and get back to our today's study, which is Psalm 34. They want us to read the whole psalm. So let's go back to Faith to Faith with Kenny Copeland. Psalm, excuse me, yeah, Psalm 32, verse 7. You are my hiding place. You shall preserve me from trouble. You shall compass me about with songs of deliverances. Okay, that's our part, guys. The Lord will preserve us from trouble. He will compass us, takes us along. He will cover us as long as we sing with songs of deliverance. Okay, let's go see what Gloria says about this. In this day and time, trouble seems to surround us in every side. It is not a falling economy. It's a f- If it's not a failing economy, it's a failing business, a failing marriage, or failing health. Yet, in midst of seemingly overwhelming problems, God has promised to deliver us. Let me give you a word of advice, though. If you want God to be God of your trouble, then you must let him be God of, of your heart. God honors those who honor him. So if you're facing some problems today, don't just start kicking and screaming and begging him to save you from them. Honor him by going to his word and doing what he says you should do. Psalm 34 is a good place to start. It says, for example, that you should seek God. Verse 4, as you seek him, he will deliver you from the things that threaten you. Secondly, it instructs you to cry out to the Lord. He will save you out of all your troubles. Verse 6. Next, it tells you to fear the Lord. If you don't know how to do that, verse 11 and 14 will tell you exactly what you need to know. You must keep from speaking evil and deceit. Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. Remember, if you want God to be God of your trouble, let him be God of your heart. When you do that, all of heaven will get involved in your deliverance and your triumph will be guaranteed. Remember, if you want God to be the God of your trouble, let him be God of your heart. When you do that, all of heaven will get involved in your deliverance and your triumph will be guaranteed. Amen. Psalm 34. Amen. Okay, let's go to Psalm 34. Yeah, baby, we can do this, and we are doing it. we got to do this all over again. What happened here? All right, so... If we go ahead and do the, uh, the diligent part, we respond before the problems come. Or if we're in the problem, we respond, I will call upon the Lord. Here we go. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise should continually be in my mouth. 
My soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. They looked to him and were radiant and their faces were not ashamed. This poor man cried out and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encaps all around those who fear him and delivers them. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. Oh, fear the Lord, you his saints. There is no want to those who fear him. The young lions lack and suffer hunger, but those who seek the Lord shall lack, not lack any good thing. <laughs> but those who seek the Lord shall not lack any good thing. Come, you children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. Who is the man who desires life and loves many days that he may see good? Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. The eyes of the Lord are in the righteous and his ears are open to their cry. The face of the Lord is against those who do evil to cut off the remembrance of them from the earth. The righteous cry out, and the Lord hears, and delivers them out of all their troubles. The Lord is near to those who have a broken heart, and saves such as have a contrite spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. He guards all his bones, not a one of them is broken. Evil shall slay the wicked, and those who hate the righteous shall be condemned. The Lord redeems the soul of his servants, and none of those who trust in him shall be condemned. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. God bless you. Good morning, loved ones. Let's go ahead and do a special podcast today. I have scriptures on the blood of Jesus. Listen to these Bible verses while you sleep. This is uh, from our friend Cyril Fonseca. And he also has a YouTube and other channels available. And you can find him all over the place uh, just by typing in scriptures on the blood of Jesus for sleep. Listen for sleep. So what I'm going to do is, is we're going to pray we're going to acknowledge the Lord for as surely as we acknowledge he will come like the spring rains, like we've been having them, and the latter rains at the end of the year. His presence will come to us. So let's go ahead and, and partake of the, uh, what I usually do is, is I'll say four, actually five, our fathers. I don't know, the Holy Spirit within me just said five, but I usually say three. <laughs> five our fathers very rapidly so i can concentrate and focus on my father in heaven this is not repetitive this is repetitive to me so that i can let go of faith that i can easily believe the words that i'm saying so please let's pray with me and after i pray the five short our fathers we will have communion and then we will listen and get a view of the uh, scriptures on the blood of jesus Listening to the Bible verses while we sleep by Cyro Fonseca. 
Okay, and he's got all kinds of uh, um, podcasts out there, and this one is on happens to be on YouTube. So please look them up. Let's pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Our Father, who art in the heavens, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Our Father, who art in the heavens, holy is thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Our Father, who art in the heavens, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Amen. Okay, here's the last one. Let's say it with all our heart and minds and soul and let go of our faith and believe in the words. Ready? Our Father... Who art in the heavens, holy is your name. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. In Isaiah, it says, ask me. Let's reason together, the Lord says. Let's just check this stuff out on paper here. Let's go over it as man to man. And we we have requested and put our order in for the day, folks. Okay, amen. So let's go ahead and take our communion. Let us acknowledge the Lord Jesus Christ that he died on the cross for us. To take away our sins. By his stripes we are healed. By the sacrifice of Jesus. The lamb. That takes away the sins of the world. The sacrificial lamb. Jesus Christ. Let's partake of his bread. His life. Thank you father. Go ahead. Our daily bread. Let's take of the bread. Oh that feels good. On it. Thank you, Jesus, for your stripes were healed. Hallelujah. By your life, we are made brand new, Lord. We are new creatures in Christ Jesus. Let's go ahead and take of the blood. Thank you, Father, for the blood that seals and ratifies this new covenant, this new agreement, Lord. We are in it with you. 
We thank you for the blood of Jesus Christ. He died on the cross for us. We love you and we praise you. Let's partake of the blood. That sanctifies us, heals us, and forgive us of all our sins that we ever done, past, present, and future. Hard to believe, huh? Thank you, Lord God. In the heavens, we re- we say yes to your ways, yes to you, yes, yes to you, Jesus, our Lord of our lives, creator of heaven and earth. Thank you for this time we have together. Let's go ahead and partake of the blood again. Thank you, Lord, for sanctifying us and making us whole, completely whole in Jesus' name. Amen. Here is my friend, Mr. Fonseca, in Scriptures of the Blood of Jesus. Enjoy. For more than 10 years now, I have been motivating people to listen to the Word while they sleep. Even though our bodies and souls go to sleep, Our spirits are awake and can listen to the word. In doing so, we can redeem the time that we spend sleeping and invest it to feed our spirit man. It is with this thought in mind that I have begun to prepare these meditation scriptures to make it easy for those I motivate. All they have to do is listen. There are many themes that run right through the Bible. The blood of Jesus is one of them. Through his blood, Jesus won the victory over the devil, over sin and death. And because of what he did on the cross, we too can have that victory over the world, the flesh and the devil, over sin, sickness, and disease. There is a deep need for us as Christians to know that we are more than conquerors as Romans 8 37 says. Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Yes indeed, we are more than conquerors. But yet, We find it so hard to believe, given all our failures and struggles with sin, sickness, and disease. I have put together scriptures that will build faith in the victorious power of the blood of Jesus to walk in victory over all that plagues us. It would be best for you to listen to them while you sleep. But you can also listen to it while you are cooking or traveling or any other time. The idea is to fill our spirit man with these verses so that faith to know that we know that we are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus will grow and we will walk in greater victory. God's word will become the shield unto us guarding our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Remember, the word is like a seed. Jesus explained to his disciples in the parable of the sower. 
So every scripture that we listen to is a seed that will eventually produce the faith that we need to believe that we are conquerors in Christ Jesus. The more we sow, the greater we will we grow in the knowledge that we can live a victorious Christian life. If it is why you sleep, then you could pray a prayer like this. Father, my soul and body are going to sleep now. But I, the spirit man, will turn my face to you and worship and adore you as I listen to your word. Feed on it and be filled with faith knowledge that I am more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. If it is in your waking hours that you are listening, then you can say to the Father, Lord, I open my spirit wide to listen to your word. Let it minister faith to my heart and then let it play while you work at home or commute. The Lord bless you as you fill up on his precious word. Hebrews 2.14 For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same, that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is, the devil. Exodus 12, 13 And the blood shall be to you for a token upon the houses where ye are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you, and the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you when I smite the land of Egypt. Ephesians 1, 7 In whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. Revelations 1, 5 and 6 and from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead and the prince of the kings of the earth, unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood and hath made us kings and priests unto God and his Father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Luke 22, 20 Likewise also, the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed for you. 1 Peter 1, 1 through 2. Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to the strangers scattered throughout Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia, elect 
according to the foreknowledge of God, the Father, through sanctification of the Spirit, unto obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ, grace unto you and peace be multiplied. John 6, 53 Then Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Except ye eat the flesh of the Son of Man, and drink his blood, ye have no life in you. Zechariah 13, 1 In that day there shall be a fountain opened to the house of David and to the inhabitants of Jerusalem for sin and for uncleanness. confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. 1 John 1.7 But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his Son, cleanseth us from all sin. Romans 5, 9 Much more then, being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. 1 Peter 1, 18-20 For as much as ye know that ye were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold from your vain conversation received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot, who verily was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last times for you. Hebrews 9.12 Neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood, he entered in once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. Acts 20, 28 Take heed therefore unto yourselves and to all the flock over the which the Holy Ghost hath made you overseers to feed the church of God which he hath purchased with his own blood. Revelations 5, 9 through 10. And they sung a new song, saying, Thou art worthy to take the book 
and to open the seals thereof. For thou wast slain, and hast redeemed us to God by the blood out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation, and hast made us unto our God kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth. Hebrews 12:24 And to Jesus the mediator of the new covenant and to the blood of sprinkling that speaketh better things than that of Abel Colossians 1:19 through 22 for it pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell. And having made peace through the blood of his cross, by him to reconcile all things unto himself, by him I say, whether they be things in the earth or things in heaven. And you that were sometimes alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now have you reconciled in the body of his flesh through death to present you holy and unblameable and unreprovable in his sight. Ephesians 2, 12-13 That at that time ye were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel, and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. But now, in Christ Jesus, ye who sometimes were far off, are made nigh by the blood of Christ. Hebrews 9.22 And almost all things are by the law purged with blood, and without shedding of blood is no remission. Revelations 7.14 And I said unto them, Sir, thou knowest. And he said to me, these are they which came out of great tribulation, and I washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Hebrews 13:12. Wherefore, Jesus also, that he might sanctify the people with his own blood, suffered without the gate. Romans 3, 24-25 Being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God had set forth to be a propitiation through faith in His blood, to declare His righteousness for the remission of sins that are past 
to the forbearance of God. Hebrews 10, 19-20 Having therefore, brethren, boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way, which he hath consecrated for us through the veil, that is to say, his flesh. Amen. Thank you so much for coming in today. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Make his face to shine upon you. Be gracious unto you. Lift up his cons and give you peace this Easter weekend. The blood of the Lamb cover your soul with health, healthy soul, a prosperous soul, and a happy soul. The blessings of the Lord be upon you. We bless you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Peace unto you. Peace, peace unto you. God bless you. Thank you for coming in today podcast. Greet everyone with a super smile. I love you. Bye. Break through the wall. Kenny Copeland, faith to faith. Welcome to today's service. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Philippians 4.13 You're running the race set before you, moving full speed ahead with God's blessings overtaking you at every step. Then suddenly, wham, you hit the wall. It may be a wall of sickness or financial trouble, of spiritual failure or family problems, but regardless of the form it takes, The effect of the wall is always the same. It stops you cold. The question is, once you hit a wall like that, what will you do? You'll be tempted to quit, to turn back in defeat. Be discouraged. But don't do it because God will enable you to break through the wall and keep right on going. I'm not going to tell you it's easy. The truth is, it's tough, really tough, but you have to push on through the tough times if you're ever going to have a breakthrough. Ask an athlete, he'll tell you that because he is a winner. He's been there. He pushed his body to what seems to be the maximum. His size has hurt. His lungs have ached. He's he's had cramps in the legs and thighs, and just when... He felt like he couldn't go on. He's heard some coach yell, Come on, move it, move it. Athletes call that hitting the wall. It is time when the body says, That's it. That's all I can do. I can't go on any further. I can't go any faster. I quit. When you feel the worst, when failure is breathing down your neck, Press into the word as never before. You may meditate on a particular scripture for days and even weeks sometimes, trying to get a revelation of it, seemingly without success. Then suddenly, like the dawn of the morning, light will come pouring in. You'll see the way to break through. All you have to do is punch on little hole in that wall of problems, dig one tiny hole in it with your faith and with the word of God. 
Then keep tearing away at that hole. Don't quit. And before long, the forces of God will come bursting through, demolishing every obstacle in their path. Once that happens, you'll never be the same again. You'll be hooked. It will only take one breakthrough like that to make a never-dying, never-quitting champion out of you. And the scripture for today, additional reading, is 1 Corinthians 9, 24-27. 1 Corinthians... Nine, twenty-four to twenty-seven. Here we go. Isn't it obvious that all runners on the racetrack keep on running to win, but only one receives the victory prize? Yet each one of you must run the race to be victorious. A true athlete will be disciplined in every respect, practicing constant self-control in order to win a laurel ref. That quickly withers. But we run our race to win a victory's crown that will last forever. For that reason, I don't run just for exercise or box like one throwing aimless punches. But I train like a champion athlete. I subdue my body and get it under my control. So that after preaching the good news to others, I myself won't be disqualified. May the Lord bless you and keep you and make the face to shine upon you. Thank you for coming to today's beautiful Bible study. God bless you. Bible College. Amen.